What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Give me two. Hey, it's Michael Govier. We do the Plaza Podcast. It's about all kinds of baseball, fantasy baseball stuff. This show is the Prospects Power Half Hour. Unofficial title, but an official title nonetheless. Phil Goyette joins us every, well, it used to be Tuesday, every Wednesday now at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, live from Ireland. Welcome in, Phil. How you doing this evening? Hey, hey, doing good. How you doing? Doggo? Um, <laughs> is that a doggo? Yeah, the dog is still here. And she hadn't touched a squeak toy. Until that moment. That's really funny. She heard me. Like, literally, she it's been me. days. That's so funny. Dogs are a peculiar bunch. You're a good Yoshi, aren't you? Anyways, uh, Yoshi's here along with me and Phil. Plaza Podcast, two L's, two Z's on Twitter. Utah. And you can follow Phil on Twitter. Phil of Sports, P-H-I-L of Sports. I'm at MJ Govier, G-O-V's and Victor I-E-R. Today, we're going to catch up on a lot of prospects that have been called up, and we're going to talk about them. We're going to look at their situations. Uh, is there opportunity? Uh, is their talent ready to provide you with legitimate fantasy opportunities, including in redraft? And uh, is the environment ripe for them to really take off at this time or at least be a solid contributor? Players like uh, Ezekiel Durant, uh, uh, Tupacito, Marcano of the Pirates. Uh, there's all kinds of... Tucupita. Ah, Tucupita, my bad. Sorry, Mr. Marcano. I, I know a lot of Marcanos now. It's, to Cupida, I know Carlos Marcano. Uh, shout out to him. So let's shout. talk about prospects, Phil. Let's get right into it. We do this in 30 minutes or less. Oh, wait. Oh, wait a minute, Phil. Hang on. Helmut is already here, ready to rock. Uh, yeah. How you doing, Helmut? Good to see you, my friend. 
Ezekiel Duran and Alihiris Montero of the Rockies, who just got called up the other day. So both these guys have arrived in the past three or four days. I picked up Ezekiel Duran in a couple leagues on Sunday night, redraft leagues, 15-teamers. Right. And he hit a home run on Sunday, which was cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. So let's go with Duran first. Uh, not Everyone thinks of Jaron Duran, but this is the Duran who could actually be more viable for you in redraft. Yeah, I think I think absolutely this year. Uh, I gotta admit, I'm not the biggest Ezekiel Duran expert on the planet. Um, so, uh, but it looked like the Rangers really had a plan when they made that trade to the Yankees um, and got the some guys deal. that they thought were gonna. Go- yeah, they thought you know Smith is Josh Smith is up. Uh, Duran is up. He got hurt. That sucks. But yeah, he looked good in his yeah, first yeah, couple but- of games before he got hurt. Point being, it looks like they identified some guys that they thought could help you know, not five years from now, but could literally help the major league roster the next season. So um, I think you got to give the org some credit on their evaluations here and maybe just kind of piggyback along with that, even if you don't know a lot about the player. Um, so I think picking him up and redress probably a good move. Uh, I just pulled up the old fan graphs. I mean, he does everything you want, right? So my inputs for the, my big thing I look at is X Woba estimator for minor league players. The big inputs on that are uh, walk rate, strikeout rate, isolated slugging, home run to fly ball rate, and then fly ball rate. Um, and he's not bad at any of those things, right? Mm. And he's shown a little bit more power, and he's not very old yet, too. So um, he's a guy that can do a little bit of everything for you in fantasy and um, should hit enough to stay – in the lineup pretty regularly. So I think if you scooped him this weekend, well done. If he's still out there, give him a scoop maybe next weekend if you're needing help from like a he's he should be like a multi-position type of guy too, I think. So yeah, I would love to see how much playing time he gets when Brad Miller comes back and they get some other injured players back too. I mean, remember the Rangers have had a few injuries and they're putting in players that maybe they didn't want to rely on right away, but they're helping them out. So I think we have to start looking at the Texas Rangers as possibly one of the better half of the league when it comes to talent evaluation. I think that's a good point, uh, Philly. Yeah, so um, I actually was looking back because uh, Luis Angel Acuna came up on the timeline today. And I had actually done a Rangers top 30 list back in 2020. So I was pretty familiar with the system at that time because um, I looked at a lot of the players. And mm-hmm. really the takeaway from that was they were really deep, like deeper than people were giving them credit for. And then, oh, I think you're seeing that depth play out. And then since then they've acquired more guys uh, and drafted more guys as well. So <laughs> Joe's got a funny line here. What's up, Joe? Joe Hook says, Rangers believe they're oh, also uh, Joe. Before I get into this comment, Joe hit me up privately. He wants to talk trading cards. He's big into trading cards, apparently. And yeah. he would like to come on the show at some point. I don't do trading cards that much, so I'm not as big into it. But I told Joe that if we could find a spot for it, we'll definitely make it happen, Joe. That's something I'm going to try to fulfill. But he says here there are three. The Rangers believe there are three second bases on the field. So they traded for Josh Smith, Ezekiel Durant, and signed Marcus Semien. How about that? Hmm. I think Josh Smith could probably play shortstop in the bigs if if they needed him to. Um, somebody's got to be there. Do you think Durant is not a shortstop? Uh, no, Do you I don't think Durant so, could play no, short. Not. Okay. No, and I think Semien's shortstop days are probably behind him as well, especially if he's not playing next to Matt Chapman. 
Um, and uh, he's got third base eligibility on NFBC, so that's his only position on NFBC. Their future shortstop's coming up. He's at high A. His name's Luis Angel Acuna. Uh, he's 20 years old at high A, and he's ripping it up. So that's who their next shortstop's going to be. Ooh, you heard it here first, folks. Oh, and then the other part of Helmut's commentary, what about Elihiris Montero of the Rockies who got the call? If I remember correctly, this was Helmut's comment last week on the show. Uh, I believe Duran <laughs> was in there. Montero definitely was in there. Uh, so, yeah, I love it. I think I'm going to say the same thing as I said last week. Ali Harris has shown us that he's got power multiple seasons in the minors, and now he gets to hit at Coors. Who knows how the Rockies will handle him, but uh, if he gets some run, he's a guy that you could see hitting 30 home runs. So, Ooh, Well, uh, I got to tell you, I, the Rocky, I mean, it's Coors, man. It's Coors. Coors. We love Coors. So anytime yeah. you can get a guy who can play Coors on the reg, playing time is the key here, and that's the challenge. That's my concern. Also, Helmut, during the week, I want to go back to his comment because you guys can comment on these videos on our YouTube channel anytime, even when we're not going live on the air. The, it's just like any other social media. They got comments, and you can yeah. like them and follow up on them. And Helmut had just missed last week's show, and he was – wanting to talk about Josh Smith's call-up. Uh, any chance he takes the third base job and runs with it? Well, that point is moot now, unfortunately, Helmut. I, I know you know that now because Josh Smith is on the IL. So, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, what's Buzz up? kill! Space showdown. What, uh, so what's the story with Jace Young? When is he coming back from injury? Or Sorry, not Jace. Sorry, Josh. I'm thinking of his brother. I know. I, you I went mean, right to the MLB draft class for 2023, 2022. So. Josh, Josh is going to be their third baseman um, when he's back. I just haven't, now that I'm thinking about it, seen any updates on his health just on my end because I haven't looked Neither at have it. Neither have I. So. No, I, I haven't think, heard a darn thing. Think, it, was, it was, I think he's going to play. I don't think, like, as a long term thing, any of these guys take that third base job and run with it because I think it's Young's as long as he's healthy. So. Well, the Rangers are three games under 500. They're hanging around. They made some big contracts with Semyon and Seager. They want to be players. They yeah. signed John Gray. They signed Cole Calhoun. There's a whole bunch of dudes. A mix, a mix, a Tex-Mex, a mix of Tex-Mex veterans and uh, youngsters that are in a development mm-hmm. stage here that I'm pretty interested by. This is not Rangers radio, but I'm intrigued by this team, and they're starting to be a little more fun for me. And the Rangers haven't been fun to me. Probably since the 2010-11 World Series run and the uh, 90s Rangers who could just destroy the ball but couldn't yeah. pitch for the life of them, which has actually always been the problem. Uh, Even That was the same problem with the 2010-11 team. team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. That was back in the day. So, World yeah, Series baseball, Sega Genesis. Big thing, big thing that the Rangers did was when they made this new park, they made it somewhere that people can pitch in, right? Because the old park... With no roof, uh, middle of summer was hot as shit. Uh, ball was mm. flying. Pitchers were getting killed. So they weren't going to be getting any guys to stick around long term, like signed a big free agent deal there, pitchers, I don't think. And that that whole thing has changed now for them. So I think that was a really um, – could be franchise-defining type of, type of decision that they made when they made that stadium. Who knows how it all went down. But 
Great, great call there. Yeah. So uh, that's the story on those fellas. Ezekiel Duran, Elihuris Montero. Hopefully Montero gets more playing time. But I've got Duran starting in my main event lineup this week. He's at third base for me. And he went four for nine in the doubleheader yesterday against Cleveland. So that's that's working out okay. Matt Chapman's been so bad, I benched him for Ezekiel Duran. That's the world we currently live in. And also, uh, the quick commentary from Walker, Texas Ranger. Joe wanted a, a name grade on Steel Walker, which is a great elite name. That's a as good 9 as, out of 10. Almost, as as yeah, good. maybe it's well, it was a, yeah, it's probably an 80-grade yeah. name. Yeah, it was great. It was already great. And then he got traded to the Rangers. So then it was like, forget it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfecto. Yeah. yeah, it was it was meant to be. It's destiny. Uh, all right, let's dig yeah. into some other guys. We had Mike Carter checked in. This was a question on Twitter from Mr. Dr. Mike Carter, the legend himself. We love him here. If you don't know who he is, make sure you follow him on Twitter. Mike Carter, he writes for SB Streamer, writes for Fantrax. Uh, he writes all over the place, and he knows bullpens. Long-term, which rookie catcher has the brightest future at the plate? Adley, Kiebert, Joey Bart. Uh-oh, Joey Bart. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bart's back in AAA, if you haven't heard. That's what that sad sounder's for. Also, Sam Huff, who allowed six steals in a doubleheader yesterday, I believe, for the Rangers. Or was that one game? I'm not even sure. But he gave up six steals as a catcher. He's terrible defensively. Oh, big time. Well, I don't know he's horrible defensively. Anyway, we'll get into it. Okay, I'd love to hear about that. MJ Melendez, Connor Wong. I still like Connor Wong. And Ivan Herrera. Any of these guys... Who has the brightest future? This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different guys. You could take Joey Bart out of that, for in my opinion, and cut it to six. Yeah, I just I just, so I went on Baseball Reference and just tried to put a list together of rookie eligible catchers. So I came up with these seven here. Um, it's I, for me, Adley is kind of like a tier above as a hitter. I know it's been really rough for him getting started, um, but I don't think it's something that'll last. So he's got a no. really good track record of of hitting in, in a lot of different spots, college, Cape Cod, uh, minor leagues. So I think he's going to hit again. Um, so for me, Adley is the guy because he can, should have the best on base, but also the best slugging out of the group. Right. So, um, he could really be an offensive force, but also be able to catch every day. Uh, I was actually looking at the framing stuff on uh stat cast a little bit before we hopped on. Uh, and his framing's good, and it's already showing up well on the stat cast. So um, I think Adley is your guy. Uh, K-Bear Ruiz could be a really good hitter, switch hitter. Might not have as much pop as Adley. Might not get on base quite as much. But he could be a very nice offensive piece for some time. Uh, Sam Huff, despite everybody running all over the place on him, is still getting chances behind the dish for the Rangers. Part of it is because his offenses could be really, really, really special, I think. Um, I've thought that for a while. The power is just huge, probably more than like even Joey Bart possesses, and he makes a little more contact than Bart, too. So Hoff is, to me, really exciting, and he could have a guy that – he could be the type of guy that maybe has the biggest season out of this group if it all clicks. I also don't think he's defensively as bad – as people think, um, <laughs> it's just a bad he day. Might not, well, all right. So the arm is good, but he might be slow getting out of the stance. So the people might run on him. He's going to need his pitchers to hold runners on. Um, so he might not control the running game extremely well for a guy, his size and for how big his, he's got huge hands. So for how big his hands are, he actually frames really well. He's got good hands. 
And I even looked at StatCast before I hopped on here to double check. He's framing fine so far. Uh, he's framing better than K-Bear Ruiz's uh, so far in the in the, in the the bigs, especially mm-hmm. low in the zone, which is like the most, I think, the most crucial part. Low and then your sides. Um, so uh, I think he can be at least an average framer behind the dish. Um, so I think for fantasy purposes, he'll always have some kind of catcher eligibility for us. Alrighty. Well, that's a great breakdown. Uh, just Bob's here says happy hump day, everyone. All right. Yeah. Hey, happy Wednesday. I I hear happy hump day. It makes me think of office space immediately for some reason. It's just such an office (laughs) office space still holds up by the way. It's still funny. 20 years later, 20 plus years later. Uh, great stuff there, Phil. So, uh, thank you, Mike, Mr. Doctor, for breaking your question to us. Excellent question. Let's talk some other recent call-ups and rookies that we didn't get to last week. Last week was kind of like an open, it was a Discord's paradise. Our Discord is live and bump it. It's free. If you want to get it, go to our Palazzo Podcast Twitter feed, 2Ls, 2Zs. It's all at the top. It's pinned up there with the Patreon and the Discord. The Discord is free. And alone... Just for the fact that Benjamin Chase posts so much in the Discord. Shout out to Ben. I mean, he's a treasure, and he's such a nice guy who really should probably be charging people a lot more for what he does. I really think people would pay for it. He's that good. I know that they would because his stuff is so, so helpful. If you play Dynasty, this is a guy you want to be connected with. So at least follow him on Twitter at BigGentleMan. But Phil, no slouch himself. Always grateful to be here with you, Phil. Let's talk Nick Plummer, who I wanted to talk about last week, but we just got caught up in all the other side quests, if you will. Nick Plummer came up, hit two home runs, and then didn't really do anything after that. I can't top his debut. That's just so exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm still hung up on the Discord paradise. I've got that stupid song <laughs> right now. <laughs> I actually have the Stevie Wonder album. I'm not going to go dig it out. But anyway, Ooh. so... Uh, yeah, uh, I like Nick. Pl- I put the exclamation point next to Nick Plummer. I like Nick Plummer. I think he's like a weird little gem you might get. Now, a lot of it's going to be dependent on the health for the Mets. Like, I don't, it, they're such a, they're a deep franchise right now and they're playing to win right now. So I don't think they're going to give him a ton of run unless he's absolutely raking. Um, but man, I do like him as a player long term. I think his ops is over, is around 900 or something. He could be a guy that has an OPS over 800 in the bigs. And that always but plays. So that all, Yeah, that definitely plays. He was a former first-round pick of the Cardinals. We talked about him a long time ago when actually yeah. Matt Williams brought him to our attention. We really didn't know much about him yeah. on that show at the time. I remember it very clearly because I was really intrigued by his background. But Starling Marte is going to go in the IL. It's almost a certainty with this uh, leg injury. So I know they're going to call – apparently Khalil Lee got called up too. That's another guy. Yeah. Um, I prefer Plummer to Khalil Lee. Uh, Lee probably runs more, um, so might get you more steals. But he's got to get on base too, and he's just—he's yeah. a whiff machine. He doesn't have the greatest approach, and so I'm not sold on him over Plummer. To be honest with you, as a, as a long-term potential, and Plummer was already there, so I feel like they like yeah. they wanted to yeah. give him the opportunity first. Lee is more of a. Defensive relief, uh, pinch runner type deal situation uh, mm-hmm. if he gets to play yep. at all. But I think Nick Plummer's going to play. So yeah. in redrafts, like pick him up and ride it. 15 teamers, 14 teamers, pick up Nick mm-hmm. Plummer and take him for a spin and see if he really can produce. And I'm with Phil. I like what he has in his repertoire. There, uh, there's probably dynasty leagues where he's sitting out there too because he wasn't ooh. really uh, super touted. So 
That's a great point. Good call. That does happen. That still happens. Depending how deep mm-hmm. your dynasty league is, uh, probably not ours, but yeah. <laughs> there are some ones yeah. that are only 16 teamers. I have them in ours, have... I think. Yeah, but, uh... Oh, you do? Nice job. Oh, uh, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Smooth moves by Phil Goyette. You can follow on Twitter at Phil of Sports. We're talking live about prospects. It's a Plaza Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour. Let's talk Nolan Gorman. Uh, he's become a platoon player? He is. I mean, he is a platoon bat right now at this point in his career. The hard thing is that how's he going to figure out the other side if they're platooning him all the time? So I don't know how exactly that works without him getting the reps he needs. Bad for his development. Well, it's just, yeah, in a way, unless unless they plan on using him as a platoon guy that can play a couple positions or something. So um, I'm trying to think, do the Cardinals – have a history of doing a lot of platoony kind of um they don't really do they uh i'm t- i mean they have a new manager not to they do they have a whole new mindset yeah. possibly it's the same old front office but a new manager in marmal but i think about the guys they've brought up and they've let them play now i'm trying to think of a lefty who came up recently i'd have to dig through the files but well, like bader, i think bader had bad splits if i'm i'm kind of winging this but <laughs> winging um, it He'd be a platoony type guy. I know the glove's really good, but they didn't platoony really platoon him. Um, I like that adjective. He's very yeah, platoony. So <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I could pull the splits up, but I don't think Gorman has ever really hit both sides really well. Um, and so then, without some kind of extended look again at AAA, I don't know mm-hmm. how he picks up the other side. And the Cardinals are trying to win. Same deal. Cardinals are trying to win now. Like if it's if this was my team. I could give a fuck about him figuring out the other side right now if he's going to hit his side of the platoon and he's doing his job that I need from him in the lineup when he's in there. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, if you're trying <laughs> to win right now, we can figure that shit out later, right? I mean, that's like, um, what's the saying? Robbing Peter to pay Paul or whatever. So That is a saying. I've heard that. You know, it's it's like roll with what you got. So, um, And then so for fantasy purposes he's just not gonna get enough of the run that you need probably for him to be like a 12 teamer type of guy if that's Mm -hmm. gonna be the case or he starts getting the run and then he sucks when he's playing against the weak side of his platoon and then that doesn't really help you a lot either so well look at this phil brendan donovan is a lefty he was called up and he's played 14 games had 22 plate appearances against left-handers so He hasn't been platooned, as far as I can tell. He's had three walks, uh, and he's you know he's it's a very very tiny sample, but it's a two sixty three average with a few hits here and there. He hasn't been a disaster against lefties, so it's been okay for him. But he also has well, much better Donovan's plate discipline lot, than yeah, he's much better plate discipline think, than Gorman does. I think he's a lot better defender too. I don't think Gorman, you know, Gorman's not much of a defender anywhere either. That's the other thing he's got working against him. So and he doesn't run. He Ooh. Doesn't run so. well, that's a damn shame. Damn it. Uh, the, you're right. The Cardinals are playing for now. They've got Yachty and Albert going out on their high note here. So they're kind of all yeah, in on Wayno. like this weird farewell. Oh, Wayno. Wayno yeah. will be around next year. I don't think Wayno retires. He's still just, he's found this amazing renaissance. And I didn't buy into it last year, but I'm totally into what he does. It is legit because he continues to perform. He still has, he can strike out 10 guys in a game now. He's 40 years old. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, let's get a few more players here before we run out of time. 
Christopher Morrell of the Cubs. He's a lot of fun. He leads off. He hit a home run last night, his third of the season. This guy's exciting. He jumped from double A to the bigs. It's good times noodle salad. Yeah. Yeah, he can play defensively all over the place. He's a good athlete. Uh, He has a pretty decent approach at the plate. Should get on base, which is why they're leading the kid off. Um, I think last year his numbers kind of got, if I remember, got crushed by Babip. And I'm saying this because I remember him being a good ex-Woba guy. Um, so he might have like kind of looked on the surface worse than he was because of that kind of stuff, which can happen. He was also really young. I mean, so like he's just 22, almost 23. Um, so last year he was 21 going on 22 and splitting time between double A and triple A. So the, the org has been aggressive with him. Yeah, they really um, so have. Like the yeah. So Six, yeah, it was double A already. Double A as Babbitt was two seventy six, so his line doesn't look fantastic. But he was also probably getting knocked down thirty points of Babbitt there. So um, I don't know. I like him. I, I think for fantasy, he's an exciting prospect. Um, probably someone he could have got on a buy low. Un- and unlike Gorman, he can play defensively in a few different places. So. Oh shit, Kent's here. What's up, Kent? I don't know who Kent is, but I remember Kent from the Rotowire show. Kent. He's been ripping. He ripped me the whole Rotowire appearance in the live chat. Kent, uh, I don't know if you're really Kent because I've never met anyone named Kent. But uh, let me know what uh, takes I have stolen, and I will get back to you on that ASAP. I promise. So, but uh, we don't hide from anything here. Yes, I'm chicken shit. That's me. I'm a chicken shit guy. I've always been that way. I'm a thief. I'm a scumbag. I've always been a low life, and I'm gonna suck the blood out of everyone else to maximize the returns for me. Pretty exciting <laughs> stuff, Phil. What do you say? Uh, thanks, Kent. Let's get back to some other prospects of note. Oscar Gonzalez got called up, and you know what? I got to say it. Two guys I respect. Jeff Zimmerman and Tanner Bell, who co-manage a main event team in my league, which is very tough. They uh, picked up Oscar Gonzalez. They really like how hard he hits the ball, and they're very excited about it. Yeah, he's, I mean, the power is no doubt there. Um, We were... He's weird because he whiffs a lot, but he doesn't necessarily strike out a lot. Um, so he's got a good amount of swing and miss in his game, but he doesn't take a lot of strikeouts at the end of the day, which is kind of interesting. Um, so, I mean, in a lot of times for, say, you're in a 15-teamer, like a deeper redraft, uh, or even a 12-teamer and you just need some home runs, uh, he'd be the kind of guy that you can you can look at, try and get some pop into the lineup. Um, I would not be surprised if he's a guy that could hit 25 home runs once he gets acclimated to the bigs um, and if he gets playing time in Cleveland. But maybe this is the guy that, like, you know, I don't know if Franny Reyes is going to do it or uh, they've had so many of these type of guys. Bobby Bradley, uh, Will Benson, uh, who's the other guy? Nolan Jones. Oh, supposed to be a big prospect for him. He just had surgery, so, I believe. They're always searching for one of these corner guys to kind of click because they have a lot of them. Uh, they have a lot of those type of guys, and then they have like a lot of up-the-middle guys that maybe aren't going to hit for a lot of power. So, mm. um, But okay. Oscar is a guy I had in, in uh, at least one really deep league. Maybe that one we're in together. But uh, Dynasty, same deal. He might be sitting there um, because he's an older prospect and that wasn't super hype, but now he's playing. And he could hit some home runs for you, so I would go. I would go scoop him. 
Scoop and score. Also, uh, Kent says, lol, love, gents. You're just a spaz. And I love this other guy. He makes my day. Phil, Kent is a big fan of you. Good. I never got called a spaz. You know, Kent, I can't can't say it, uh, but Kent, your name rhymes with another word that they might call you uh, in this neck of the woods if you were saying this kind of stuff. (laughs) Oh, really? In Ireland? Between the lines. Yeah, yeah. it's a word. It's a word in America that we don't use. Um, it's a no-no word. But uh, oh. here it's. I, had a, I actually had a twelve-year-old call me the other day, which was kind of interesting. <gasps> wow, that is. Well, that is shocking he news. Can you believe that? <laughs> he called me an Amer- an American Kent. So. Oh, Phil, you're a funny guy. Uh, by the way, these guys are saying chicken shit is better than dog shit, but it's still shit, according to Bob. That's true. Uh, obviously, enough, Kent wants to have a beer and talk shit with Phil. He's a big fan of yours. He says Govier can maybe join, but only if he stops stealing takes. Okay, well, once I get over my thievery, my absolute, absolute love of stealing other people's takes, maybe Kent will let me show up one day. I love hanging out with the fellas, shooting the shit. It's a good time zoodle salad. Uh, Jamie wants to know, is Ezekiel Duran a good ad for cats? We covered it earlier. And in 10 to 12 teamers, I would be a little bit more hesitant. 15 teamers, 14 teamers, I'm in. You could be hurting at third base, though. right? Somebody was talking about dropping Moncada in the Discord. Moncada's been terrible. Oh, so so bad. um, And I was way wrong. I had him everywhere going into the season. Me too. Um, Yep. Yeah. I told somebody to drop him in the Discord today in a 12-teamer if they had to. Yeah. I totally understand right, so why they would do that. And Duran's an upgrade there, right? So it just kind of maybe depends. Yep. Just That's a good depends. point. It really does depend. I, if you could hang out in Mankata and maybe hold out a little bit longer, <clears throat> then I understand Stick that. But if you're, a, yeah, if you're in a... Yeah, if you're in a roster crunch... again, he's barely playing. I mean, I don't know. It's not a great... Uh, his head doesn't look like it's in it. I don't know how much he's into baseball right now, which is never Uh-oh. a good place to be. The guy's hurt all the time. <laughs> Are you Jeff Kent? That's funny. That actually well, fits then, the profile. Gomez, <laughs> uh, Jeff Kent, and I'm Barry Bonds. It's like the... <laughs> oh, that would be apropos. That would be great. Uh, we got a couple minutes left, so let me knock out a few more names real quickly in a speed round lightning style. Uh, Cal Mitchell, he had a home run last night for the Pirates. He's hanging around, and he's still starting. We like Cal Mitchell? Yeah. I do. I got him and Swaggery next to each other on the list, so it's kind of like a contest. We Who's going to get there? I really like Swaggerty. Um Swaggy. You team. do? Yeah, I think the power jump before he got hurt last year. I think we've talked about him on the show a couple times. Uh, glove is good. He runs. Um, should get on base a bit, and he can hit for power too now, I believe. So, um, I don't know. It's just hard to. I can't. I've got no feel for the Pirates. I hate to say it, and I should, but no feel. Tukupada, Tukupada. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I really don't. I still pray that he can get on base enough to play every day and play good defense, but I don't know. Well, he had a similar arrival, a, 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 yeah, similar arrival to Nick Plummer. He had yeah. a couple bombs, a little base. Uh, he's had a couple of offers here the last three to four games. And the Tigers, you know, they suck offensively, but their pitching is actually pretty useful. So yeah. uh, it's, Power it's okay. You know, <laughs> I'm JT Snow. Oh, okay. Wow. We're, getting, we're going back to the O2 Giants here now. This is pretty wild. We're taking it back. 20-year anniversary of that team, by the way. Blowing it. Should have won that World that Series in O2. Team. They should have won that World Series in O2. The yeah. Angels were lucky to win that one, in my opinion, but they also earned it. Fair enough. 
Uh, is it too early to give up on Joey Bart? We we said no. we weren't even going to talk about him, but what do you say about him, Phil, at this point? Joey Bart demoted to AAA. Never really been on him to begin with, so um, no. I mean, I don't know what you would be hanging on for. He could come back and club some home runs, and but at this point, it's got to be like a whole change for him, and I don't know how you could predict that, you know. I predict he's going to change his whole game in you know in a year. So I don't know how you could do that. No, come on, you're not Phil Stradamus. Uh, and he was a more. guy that people. He was a guy that people said uh, in the draft year that he had a pretty good hit tool. That was the like, whole thing about that, him. Where does that come from? Right. I mean, have you watched him? Right. So I don't know. Boy, I guess uh, I got caught I up in the it. fact that he simply was a high draft pick because I have him on a dynasty yeah. team or two. Yeah. I do. So I, I screw yeah. up. I make mistakes all the time. All right, we're sure, all out of time. So let me just blow through these names. We're out of time real quick. Uh, anybody here, Zach Thompson, Cody Clements. Cody Clements is trash. <clears throat> not interested what? in Cody Clements. He's, you like Cody Clements? No, he's not that good. I agree. Yeah, he's, he's a gamer. He's a oh, gamer. What about, what about Michael Harris? Let's end it on Michael Harris because I get a lot of questions great. about him. Great player, great defender. I think he's going to figure it out hitting-wise, too. His glove keeps him in the lineup until he gets to figure it out. Um, he might not be like a uh, – I'm trying to think of a comp. I don't know, like a Dexter Fowler type of guy maybe? Ooh. Does that make sense? Like the best um, version of Dexter when he got that big contract? Yeah, well, he was really, I mean, he was great <laughs> for fantasy for a few years because he did a little bit of everything, and he got like 700 plate appearances. I could see Harris doing that absolutely. The defense is excellent. He, it might be better than what people thought the Pache defense was going to be. Bye, Kent. Thanks for stopping by. That's very kind of you. Apologies, Kent. You're you're a good sport, Kent, and so are we. So that's fine. Uh, I can handle that. Uh, for the road, we got an update from Ezra, last name, from the St. Louis Platoons. Okay. Not a lot of them, but Piscotti and Gritchick is one that comes to mind. Matt Adams, Jose Martinez, yeah, and there were that. some with Martinez Carpenter with uh, Jed Jerko. Remember, good old Jed mixed in. So that's great yeah. stuff. Thank you, Ezra, for helping us out with that. Those are those are some good examples. You're, and you're looking at guys like Carpenter, Jerko. Those could be Gorman type of guys. I mean, you hate to say it, but that's who Gorman could be like. So, I mean, there'll be times when he's a great fantasy player for you. Uh, but he's not the kind of guy you're going to build your fantasy team around. Okay. Uh, Matt Carpenter's best years were a lot of home runs in OBP leagues. If Gorman could have better plate discipline and yeah. be an OBP darling, that would be great. Because mm -hmm. Carpenter was definitely useful for two to three years in OBP. All right. That's the show. My wife, uh, we hang on, my, wife just came up to, my wife just came up to the window. I think I had a heart attack. You okay? It's just Phil's life, everyone. Calm down. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. remain calm. Actually, it's Kent at the window. He's at your window right now. Like a, he showed up. It was Kent, yeah. <laughs> it was just like a face there. Like, no. Oh, shit. That's so funny. Uh, we want to thank everybody for chiming in. Great show, as always. You guys are really make the show what it is when you come in the live chat and you ask questions. Even Kent with yeah. your uh bozo whatever you're doing there you're you're an interesting character kent and i will never shy away from that good stuff says helmut uh larry says by the way govia you got a little shout out from joey p on leading off this morning from fantasy pros oh that's nice yes. well thanks larry appreciate that thank you joey oh, shout out to joe pros. i like i like joe a lot so what fantasy pros is now with joey kind of at the helm and all the good people he's brought in the welsh and bogman and i love those guys so i like what they're doing i agree i'm with you there uh, until next time, that's Phil Goyette. Phil of Sports on Twitter, P-H-I-L, Phil of Sports. MJ Govier, G-O-V is a Victor I-E-R. Utah. Plaza Podcast, 2 L's, 2 Z's. 
Discord is free. If we're not live, you can come hang out with us in the Discord. Until then, he's Phil. I'm Mike, and we'll catch you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.